0: Johnny Homesteader was going down to the store the other day, and you know, on the homestead you can never have enough garden hose. So he, you know, went down there, he went down to the, down to the local hardware store and found this totally awesome Flexzilla, or whatever the hell it is, 100 foot length of garden hose, and he thought, you know what, now I have enough hose. And he threw that in his car, you know, and he had this totally awesome car, you know, whatever. And he goes down to the pound and he, and you know, these gosh, you know, there's these two dogs and a couple of ladies. And he thought, you know, these two dogs need a good home. I'm gonna get two of these dogs, these two girl dogs. And he he got them and he threw them in his car, you know, And they're on their way home, he adopted these two dogs and on his way home he was reflecting about his day and he says, finally, finally now, I'm in my hot rod going down the street down the main drag with my hoes and bitches, my bitches and hoes. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead podcast everybody, I'm sure glad you're here. You can never, never have enough hose. You know, uh, I I've, I've been thinking about that. You know, my wife the other day. She, and <laughs> funny how I bring up my wife. But anyway, uh, it, and it has nothing to do with hose. Well, it has a lot to do with hose. And my uh, do not do not do not regress at all here. I I uh, I have to say that my wife had a really good idea about hose the other day and uh she's like hey you know now that it's summer and it's not gonna freaking freeze beyond belief i'd like to have you run kind of a permanent hose out to my tank and then just have it next to here and we can just run it through the the roof of the barn and then she finally has her hose uh, and she can just connect it, water it up. She doesn't have to string it out, she doesn't have to drain it, because it is summer, however. Uh, or it, Well, it's spring right now in Minnesota, but it went straight from winter to summer. So now we're going to have 90 here in a day or two, uh, 90 degrees, we went straight from upper 30s to 90, which you know those upper 30s were a hell of a lot better than 30 below but anyway we got our hose ran through the roof of the barn and uh all right we're good to go we're good to go here and uh yeah yeah I mean it's it's kind of a handy way to fill the tank you know and the cows sure like it so uh yeah you know my mother-in-law was talking to me the other day she's a, a frequent podcast listener and You know, I'm, I'm noticing that there's a lot more frequent podcast listeners and I appreciate all of you. And I, I, I gotta say, I appreciate that. But anyway, uh, she said that I I say cow kind of like my wife does (laughs) because that's how she says it. She goes cows, you know, whenever she says it, I mean, she really elongates the word and, uh, and, and I guess it's rubbing off on me and, uh, there's absolutely nothing the matter with that and um, you know I'm kind of excited because this week uh, now did I tell you what we did this week again so okay here's a month in review so about a month ago we got this milk machine from uh, the internet a really good setup you know a little pump and some hose and yeah, some hose <laughs> and, and uh, 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 a claw with some inflations, and we are looking spot on, really, really, really good on that, and so we got the claws, we got the inflations, we got the, the hose, we got a freaking bucket to milk into, and my heavens, are we, are we ready to milk. So anyway, we got this about a month ago. And we used it on Buttercup, who was none too happy to be milked by a machine. She does not like being machine milked. So we used it on Buttercup, then we quit using it and kept hand milking again. Well then Buttercup, you know, she's pregnant and she's hungry and the weather's not nice and she's getting an attitude and she's getting those crabby little kicks that you do and My wife doesn't do too well with that, so you know, we're kind of doing this and doing that. Well, then we got Blossom, we got another cow. So I went from using a machine to hand milking to using a machine, and then now here again, we were hand milking, then we used the machine, and now we're hand milking again, long story short. So, I guess the cows are kind of getting used to getting switched up and we're kind of hand milking and then using the machine again. So this weekend, my, my you know, last week, my wife talked to her friend, and her, her friend said, Oh, I'll bet you Blossom hand milk's like you wouldn't believe, and, and she was exactly right. Blossom, I mean, literally, you go under her, if you touch her teats, the milk comes out, like, like gushing out. Like, I mean, all you got to do is touch it, and it, it comes out, barely squeezing it. But you know milking out you know two to four gallons it's a lot of milk and you still got to do it and you still got to sit there and you still got to touch it and you still got to it it's still a a hell of a chore okay so my wife milks her because blossom our new cow is a freaking doll okay i mean this cow i have no idea when she steps the only thing the only thing I can say about it she's got a real short wheelbase and a really big udder so it's kind of hard to get your hands in there the way you like and when she steps she steps really high she's just a high stepper with a udder like that I mean she's her udder is huge but uh, with an udder like that you would have to be a high stepper I mean you can't there's no low stepping to be had you know so anyway That's my only complaints about the cow, and they're very, very, very minor, minor, minor minor complaints. Um, But anyway, you know, I mean, milking her out is like a breeze. You can do it almost effortlessly, and you get a ton of milk. Now, Buttercup, we decided we were going to, you know, finish her off. This is her last week of being uh, milked before she has her calf. She's going to dry up for a couple months, okay? So this is her last week. and My wife says, you know, I'd really like to get her into hand milking again, blah, 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 whatever. So we set up shop. Well, and, you know, I milked her and, uh, you know, I, I've just been milking this one because, you know, she's had those kind of crabby, crabby little kicky kicks that she does. It, it, it's not like throw you across the room kind of kick, just kind of, you know, a forward little crabby, steppy, kicky thing that she does. Uh, Some people are really afraid of that, me, I'm not afraid of that. I used to milk 400 cows and I don't give a shit about that. So I mean, you know, it just is what it is. The only bad thing about it is, is yesterday and I had a hell of a good pail of milk going and she knocked it over. And that's one thing those little crabby kicks will do, they'll knock your milk pail over, whatever, whatever. So anyway, I went in there and, you know, I started hand-milking her, but she does not let down where the shit right now. She's, like, ready to be done. Ready, you know, pregnant, crabby, you know, and, and it's hot out and it's humid, and she's just ready to be done milking. So right now, I'm hand-milking her and it takes for frickin' ever, and she doesn't let down where the shit. But you have to milk them out, you know, I mean you gotta. (laughs) So anyway, long story short, you know, milking her out, blah, 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 whatever. Once a day, she's down to once a day milking. She's giving around two gallons, two to two and a half gallons. But I mean, you know, it's becoming less as we go, you know. So anyway, this podcast today is about drying up your cow. And according to my wife, Uh, you can dry them up once they're getting two gallons or less a day. And to me, it almost seems like, man, this is really gonna hurt. You know, once she does get dried up, um, you know, I mean, for the first day or two, I would have to think this has to be a painful experience. But you know what? It's an experience that's gonna be, that's gonna really help us out, and it's really gonna help her out, you know? I mean, taking a cow out of production for a while is probably a really good idea. Um, It gives them a break, it'll let her just dry up, no big deal, and uh, it it gives this cow a chance to just take a break, eat well, you know, on the grass, you know, you don't want to get you, you, when they're dried up, you don't really want to give them a whole lot of grain, you don't want to give them a whole lot of alfalfa, you know, all those big milk production items that you feed them. Uh, You know, you don't want them to get milk fever, so, and you don't want them to get sick. It can be just a little bit too much for their system. So what you do is you quit feeding grain and you quit feeding alfalfa, and you just let them eat grass and let them have at her and let them lounge around and drink that water. Because it's getting hot out this summer, you know, she'll drink plenty of water, she'll get plenty of grass, hay and that's about all we're sitting at right now you know and that's what that's what her diet will be you know you're not trying to over pump them full of nutrition and uh we're going to be using a product called tomorrow that will be injected into her teats uh, right after the very last milking or right before dry up okay uh this is a product that I have never applied, I have seen it hundreds of times being put into cattle um, upon their last milking right before dry up. My stepbrother used to do it on the farm to all the cattle, Uh, the rest of us did not. They were pretty good about it. I have to imagine Buttercup, you know, how she is and her little, uh, you know, just kind of her little attitude that she has, which is spunky and we love it but uh, we're definitely probably gonna have to hold her tail up while we apply this. I mean, nobody wants to hold a cow's tail straight up, but uh, for the protection of the people in the family, you're probably gonna have to hold the tail up. (laughs) So anyway, that's our plan. And that's what what we're going to do. And uh, we're gonna dry up this cow and let her take a break. And as this cow takes a break, you know, us being a two-cow family, you know, I I really think that we need the break as well. Uh, my wife especially. You know, I mean, she's been milking. She milked all the way through the winter. She really has been giving her the onions. Uh, now she's going to be sitting pretty with a production milk cow that is giving a lot of milk and milks very easily and is just a doll. You know, just a gem. And I think this is a much-needed break for my wife, a much-needed break for the cow. And, you know what? Um, It's just going to be hot this summer, and, you know, milking two cows by hand or with a machine when it's really hot in the middle of the summer, I think it's just all around a good, going to be a good thing. So drying her up this weekend, and, yeah, you know, that'll be something that we can uh, definitely use her on the farm. So, you know, I thank you for tuning in today. Gosh dang it. I mean, the weather here has been great. I mean, yeah, we're getting rain, and the ants are starting to show up. So yesterday I had to use our uh, our yard stuff to get rid of the ants uh, around the house. You know, we our basement likes to fill up with ants sometimes, and uh, I just don't want that to happen. So, you know, we had to do some some preventative stuff to do that and uh yeah you know i mean the basement remodel is just about wrapped up just about wrapped up i'm excited about that um it's something that i've been looking forward to get finished there's a lot of stuff i need to do out in the yard and the farm i can't wait to be uh running that tractor around i gotta change all the fluids in my tractor can't wait to be running that around the subcompact uh running around doing stuff mowing getting stuff done with the tractor you know maneuvering around a little bit getting getting things done uh, i'm excited about that so um yeah if you would you know uh get your stuff done i'm, I'm just excited about all that I, I just cannot get enough of it so uh yeah yeah really excited about that um yeah so anyway i suppose i better get going the weather's being good to me and uh got a lot of projects on the dock and just about done with this darn uh, this darn basement remodel, you know, just about wrapped up. Oh, by the way, we had a large change order on it. With our milk business, you know, there's, there's quite a bit of, um, you know, jars going in and out. There's a lot of things happening there with that. So that creates a lot of dishes, you know, and with all these dishes, uh, one thing that we are, we are kind of excited about is uh, having a dishwasher in our basement. Uh, so our basement kitchen now has a dishwasher that was a change order after we got the cabinets installed. But I got her done. We got her so, um, so we can get it, you know, evenly flowed and everything like that. And the electrical wasn't too hard. Uh, fished one wire in there um, And we tested the dishwasher yesterday now and and it worked We got them all swapped out got them all and we bought another dishwasher, which was kind of a high order Those things are really expensive. I didn't know that Um, Just something that uh, but you know what if I was to hire a person to wash our dishes every year It would cost a lot more so I guess I'll, I'll buy the dishwasher. I'll buy the dishwasher. So anyway, thank you for tuning in today. I sure appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if you need anything, let me know. Uh, how to connect is ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening today. Uh, those of you not into dairy, there are a few little excerpts, excerpts, that we use on this podcast that can help you in other parts of your life as well and uh yeah uh if you get yourself a couple pups and uh length of hose just remember to uh be around be running around with your hose and bitches anyway have a good one